0: Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her, we compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end, health has no finish line. They are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time and here, we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram BenpageDC. And if you're listening to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to Welcome to another episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast. Today is July 25th, but this will be going out tomorrow, July 26th, and today is episode 290, and this is going to be an episode about me just talking. So I hope you enjoy it. A friend of my wife, and I'll just jump right into it a bit. But a friend of my wife, uh, not long ago, while looking through my Instagram account, ben Page DC, she told my wife that your husband must be a vegetarian because all I was putting on my Instagram feed was pictures of vegetables gardens. and gardens. That made me think about what I am sharing with the world. How am I presenting health to the world? My focus is to help you become as healthy as as possible in the most natural and lifestyle-making way. I want to give you the knowledge that you need to become your best self, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And it's all intertwined. In the end, that is what true health is, what being human is, to be one physically, mentally, and spiritually. To be at homeostasis, which is the tendency toward... A relatively stable equilibrium between interdependent elements especially as maintained by physiological processes. That's actually the textbook definition of homeostasis and that's what we try to make. To make it a little easier to understand to be able to it's to be stable in such a way that the stresses of life only make you stronger. So when we're at homeostasis the stresses of life will only make you stronger. Well, how do I do that? How do I help people live that type of a life? Because you don't reach it, you live it every day of your life. How I do it is I use nature a lot. But nature is not only what grows from the ground. The garden has been a huge help in my life personally. The three things that I have probably been the three things that have probably been the biggest help in overcoming shortcomings and becoming stronger physically, emotionally, and spiritually would be my wife as a companion and a teacher, my kids as teachers and the garden, my little piece of nature as a teacher. They have been probably the best teachers on life and how to live well. Mentally, emotionally spiritually and physically. I have also had many other teachers found in my parents, mentors, peers, and and many, many, many books. Again, what I said in the beginning, what am I presenting to the world? From what I share, many might think that I consume large amounts of vegetables, that I might focus the majority of my nutrition on plants and tubers like my wife's friend well it, that isn't how it is at all. I consume little amounts of plants and tubers and usually try and do it only in season. You might ask, well, why do you have a garden then i don't garden primarily for the food. it is one of the reasons though having fresh fruit having fresh, fresh fruit food grown out back or in the front yard is is better than not having anything. And certainly better than store-bought processed stuff that the world calls food. I can't. I can't call it food at all because it does the exact opposite of what food should be doing. Provide proper nutrition so our bodies can function at their best. That is one of the hard parts of seeing this this health boom away from processed wheat and other flours in what most call foods. I mean, I love it How people are starting to understand the importance of getting rid of processed foods, getting rid of the aisle foods in in what you consume. But what they're doing is now they're just making processed cookies and other junk foods without processed wheat flour, but other organic processed flours and, and other ingredients. We were not meant to be eating that stuff. But since it uses almond flour and organic ingredients and says keto on the package, people tend to think healthy, but it just isn't. What the garden provides when eaten in season is better than any of that organically processed stuff you get at the supermarket. So growing some of your own food is a good thing. If you can grow enough to preserve, it's even better. The garden in its totality is there to teach me and bring me into the present moment more than anything else. It has taught me so much and has helped helped me leave the past in the past and and the future in the future more than i could remember it's been those times it's been there when i truly needed it since coming back to the states though i haven't had the opportunity to start my own garden i can feel it i can feel it it feels like i'm missing something it's been hard because of all the health benefits it provides the only plant i've been able to plant is comfrey for the sow that is going to help of course your body once you once you get your hands on it Heal from all those physical breaks, bumps, bruises, rips, and tears of life. I've already made the first batch, and it looks great, and it works awesome. So real quick about that. If you guys were listening, you probably realized that I had a pre-sell. Well, it didn't do well at all. I only pre-sold three. But I know those three people will give it a great review because it works first. And second, I'm going to treat all my customers as the awesome people they are. If you want to get one, get on my email list and I will let you know when they will be available again because it is the best way to help the body heal from all those physical breaks and rips and tears and falls and all that stuff that happens to us as we live life. Well, and The, other, the only other plant that I've been able to plant is, is a mini rose I gave to my wife. She helped me plant it in an awesome ceramic flower plot we were able to get our hands on. The only plant that provides fruit that I have, I didn't even plant. My brother brought me a spicy pepper in a flower pot when he came to visit once. I tried them on tacos the other night, and they're definitely spicy. <laughs> I miss playing in the dirt, with all its benefits. This fall, I will be planting a fall garden here in Texas. It won't be anything huge, but something is going to go into the dirt. And talking about that, if any of you listening live in Texas, in more central Texas region, get in contact with me. And let's see if we can do a meetup since we're, since I would love to meet and get to know the listeners just a little bit more. So if you're in central Texas, I know this is the first time I'm saying this, but let's try to get in contact. Get in contact with me. You can contact me at DC on Instagram or you can just send me an email, DC at gmail.com. And see if we can get together and learn from each other. I'm still going to plant the traditional plants like tomatoes and peppers and leafy crops but now with a bigger focus on squashes, melons and cucumbers. There will always be leafy crops but more and more the way I feed myself is through animal products. Mainly animal fats and meats. This is my primary source of nutrition. and I will begin to share more and more about how I eat because it is one of the primary reasons why the world is so sick. What we decide to put in our mouths up to three times a day so I want to take some time today and share why I am moving to less and less vegetables in my diet I hate the word diet because when someone says it what first comes to most people's minds is weight loss but diet just means the kinds of food that a person or animal or community habitually eats what I'm going to say was very difficult for me to take in it was almost something I didn't want to learn but I know that what I want to think is true or the best really doesn't matter I have to be open to learn it doesn't matter what it is if I learn something that goes against what I have been taught and even raised on I have to be willing to study it out and come to a conclusion and that's what I did with nutrition I'm constantly learning looking to learn how to optimize my health and the health of my patients and those that want to learn with me, turning what we learn into lifestyles. And when I started to really dive into disease over the last 100 years and the huge disconnect of how we ate just 120 years ago, I can't help. Logic tells me something is wrong, very wrong. I read not long ago that in 1999 percent of fats that were consumed was animal fat. In other words, there, were, there, were, there was almost no intake of seed oils. Today, the average intake of seed oils is 80 grams a day. We went from pretty much 0% seed oil intake to 80 grams a day, or about 320 calories of that every day. I then read that in 1910, heart disease killed less than 1% of the population and now heart disease is the number one killer in the US. Don't even get me started on the COVID shot and what is going, what is going to happen in the next coming 10 years in the whole pharmaceutical industry. All I'm, assa- all I'm saying is that over the last 100 years, we have changed dramatically how we eat and disease has skyrocketed with it and I know it is just not what we eat but the decision of what we put in our mouths every day has a lot to do with our overall physical, mental, and even spiritual health. The more I dived into this downward spiral of health and nutrition in the US, and really most parts of the world, I started to question what we were eating, and the more I studied, the more I started to understand the total lie we have been told about vegetables. Vegetables were never the main portion of our diets. I really started to see this with the work of Weston A. Price and and how he traveled to many different places and saw a lot of the same thing. Indigenous people living as they lived before modern food was introduced were healthy and almost all these people primarily lived off of animals they hunted. They based their diet on fats, meats, organs, and everything in between. Plants and tubers were kind of like the survival food. If they couldn't get their hands on a fatty animal, they turned to plants and tubers. That is kind of where it started, but as I continued to read, so much more information showed up that as humans, we are at our best physically and mentally when our diets are based on animals, not plants. Then I started to see all the examples through Sean Baker's Rx and learning about all of the plants that, if eaten in large quantities, were more harmful than good to us. The more I learned and just thought logically, it just made sense. Even though I didn't want to believe it at the beginning because of how important the garden is to me, I just couldn't deny it. I also also understand that animals defend themselves with speed, strength, horns, claws, legs, and being in groups. While plants have none of those ways to defend themselves from predators, us being one of them. So how do plants protect themselves? Some have thorns, but the majority use chemical warfare that can be poisonous to the touch but most do their chemical warfare in a much more insidious way we have no idea what's going on with our physiology until combined with other unhealthy habits we start to see autoimmune disease that 100 years ago pretty much did not exist so how do i try and eat now and what i do and what do i recommend to my patients and to you listening right now i know I know you love to garden because you're listening. I do too. But what you are growing should not be the majority of what you eat. Your diet should be based on animal products. Yes, the last hundred years have been wrong for a very lucrative reason. Based based the way you eat on animal fats, meats, organs, connective tissue and bone marrow. In other words, the whole animal. And you call it nose to tell. Don't be scared of properly raised animal fat. Enjoy it. Now there are some fats that you must avoid like the plague and those are the seed oils. If you happen to have them in your house, throw them in the garbage today and never use them again. Don't be afraid of meat and organs off a properly raised animal. Avoid at all costs processed salt. In other words, the salt that is not either red, pink salt, real salt from Utah or sea salt that's not been processed. Everything else also you should throw in the garbage. Now what else do I try and eat? After animal, nose to tell, I eat fruit and honey. And then I eat vegetables in that order. Everything else avoid as much as possible. I try to avoid as much as possible and that's what I recommend you do. Avoid as much as possible. Simply said, base how you eat how you nourish yourself in this order. 1. animal fats, meats and organs and everything else in between. Nose to tell. But most important, meats and organs and fats. Fruit in number 2, fruit in season and honey. 3. vegetables in season. 4. avoid everything else as much as you can. 5. throw away seed oil, processed salt, sugar, That is how I try and eat and that is what I am recommending everybody else to also eat. I will never stop gardening because food preserved is a stress reliever and I enjoy some of the foods that come out of a garden. I enjoy those vegetables and I love to grow them. And if I eat them in season, that's why I have a liver to help me detox anything that might cause or if I ate lots of harm to my body. The garden is so much more than just food though. Grow a garden, play in the dirt, not just for the food, but for the therapeutic effects it will have on you mentally, spiritually, and physically. That's what makes gardening so beneficial. Before I go, remember, this is a grassroots movement. This grows because we get the word out one person at a time. A great way to get the word out is by leaving a review of the podcast. If you haven't left a review, go to iTunes, type in the in, the, in my podcast, The Wellness Farmer Podcast, and at the bottom there's a button to rate and review the show. I read every one of them, and I appreciate them more than you know. Join my email list to never miss an episode, and by doing that you also get a, a book I wrote absolutely free called Earth and Us, Heal Naturally. A great way to support me is by buying my books, for yourself, and also giving them as gifts. Uh, I have playing in the dirt. I have the four pillars of health and a short, e-book, a short e-book called Mental Well-Being Made Simple. Those are all available on my website. And if you're in the states, I'm going to make it even easier to buy them because you can, you get if you buy more than one book using the code gift at checkout. Each book only costs ten dollars. You can also get all my books on Amazon.com. I hope you enjoy those. Leave a review. That also helps get the word out. And finally, if you really want to take this even deeper, join my membership where we go so much more deeper into how we bring the garden and our connection to nature and earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being. You can do that at pastosbetterthisfarm.com slash subscription i can't wait to be able to talk to you through zoom personally or even in person well until next time